Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 111 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. During this most holy season of Lent, which comes to an end, um, today being Good Friday and the greatest story of all times, Easter happening on Sunday, it's a great time of reflection and getting to know yourself a little bit better and sometimes just taking those moments to remove yourself from the crazy world around you and find some inner peace. That actually happened or the opportunity presented itself and I took full advantage of it this last week. So one of the things that I absolutely love in all of the classes that I teach and all of the encounters that I have with the most interesting wide range and diverse group of folks that come through training is just that, is meeting some amazing, awesome people. Everybody has a story. Everybody has a background. And when you are with these great people for a day of training and sharing their passion of shooting and learning more about firearms, you really get to know some people. The world of shooting and the world of firearms is pretty close. Uh, those of us that do a lot of training and take pride in learning more about the tools that we use and we train with, it's a great community of folks. And throughout our training, we've had several people that have come back and taken several different classes with me and, and John. We teach together quite often. And it's fun to have those repeaters come through our classes. So there was a group of amazing guys that traveled about three hours down to take my class about a year and a half ago. 
and getting to know them a little bit better, come to find out they worked at a camp up in uh, Deep East Texas. The director of the camp and two of his employees drove all the way down to Houston to take a training so they could be certified as range safety officers. Part of their camp is offering shooting sports to communities and to the public who come through, whether it's on a family retreat weekend or the eight weeks of summer camp that they offer. They wanted to make sure that what they were doing was not only safe, but they were getting the proper training and recognition through the NRA Range Safety Officer Certification. So it was a great group. We had a fun class. And one of the things that they mentioned before they left was they would love to get more training to bring back to their staff. And it would be much easier if I could come up to them to offer training instead of having to take a whole day or two off to travel to Houston and so on and so forth. So yeah, I said, absolutely. Just keep me in mind and let's keep in touch and see how it goes. So flash forward about a year, um, I was contacted by one of the staff at this camp and they said, okay, we're ready to schedule some dates and we want to bring you up to camp and we want you to come and certify our group in shotgun. So let's take two days and get all everybody up to speed and go through the shotgun class and get us all certified and trained to be shotgun instructors so we can bring more education and training with that certification so our staff can have that training and help the shooters coming to camp be more successful breaking those targets. I was put in touch with the sweet lady who we were working through schedules and trying to get consecutive days in my calendar to be able to come up there and offer the training. My calendar sometimes is scary with my day job and four boys and all of my travels and all of the things I do on my days off, training and everything I'm involved with. It's it's scary. My calendar sometimes is just scary. So what I did was we had to jump several months in advance. So flash forward to last week, I was able to take two days, two consecutive days and commit to coming up to camp. So we'd been in touch for several weeks and, you know, a few months and um, getting all my supplies and making all of my um, packets assembled to be able to present this training. Um, It finally happened. So I decided that it's it's easier for me because the way I do things, those of you that know me, um, I don't like to slide in sideways 10 minutes before something is supposed to start especially if I'm in charge of something. Um, I was taught from a very young age in my career by one of my favorite people in the world, um, anything less than an hour early, you're late. And those words have resonated with me. Thank you, my friend, Jimmy. Um, Those words have resonated with me my entire career, both professionally and everything else I do in my life, is we're always early. And being early allows for 
things to happen or not work well or Mr. Murphy and his law to come into play and make your computer not work or your car to be low on gas before you have to travel a distance or whatever it is. You always want to make sure or I always want to make sure that I'm there with plenty of time to make things good. So if I'm running an event or if I'm teaching a class and we start at eight, I'm generally there by 630 to make sure that my classroom is open, the air or the heat is on, it's comfortable, tables and chairs are set up, the floor is swept, and most importantly, the coffee is already made and brewed by the time the participants start to show up. I've got my routine down to a science, down to the minute. I know the time I have to leave the house, how long it's going to take me to get to my destination, and we're very, very blessed and fortunate to have a classroom that's pretty much exclusively ours to use. So all of my materials and all of my posters and training aids and everything that John and I use to teach our classes, we are able to keep and store at this facility. So it's really easy for me to have a routine and a system when I'm having classes on my turf. Well, this is a little bit different because I had to take my show on the road to bring it to a destination. True to my form, I had to strive for perfection and make sure that I had everything I needed so I could give this presentation and this training to the best of my abilities outside of my comfort zone of my classroom where I have all of, all of my equipment right there readily accessible and available. Because we decided on setting this training on a Monday and a Tuesday, I am normally a super early person in the morning and can get up and out um, in the wee hours of the morning. I do much better driving on the morning side of darkness than I do on the night side of darkness. So I have no problems getting up and out by 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning to get to my location. But I decided I would feel much more comfortable if I came up the day before just so I could get my classroom set up and get a feel for my facilities and take a look around because I would give a much better program if I'm already set up and not having to scramble doing that. So the facility has been incredible up to this point working with me and they were so excited that I was coming up to them to give this training opportunity to their staff. So I'll give a shout out to Frontier Camp. They are an incredible Christian camp. If you have not heard of them, do a search. Uh, Their facilities on the website do not do justice at all. It is a beautiful property. It's quiet and it is so peaceful and everything I needed to come the day before and to find that inner peace and that moment of just breathing and leaving the crazy world and city life behind me, if only just for a few days. So my Palm Sunday started as most of my Sundays do when I'm not traveling, is sitting in the front row, the front pew of our church with my family. 
It was a beautiful mass, a beautiful service, and a great reset to my week ahead. After church, I came home and had my Suburban packed, loaded to the gills with all of my handouts and books and training aids and shotguns and ammo and clays and all the fun stuff that we were going to experience the next couple of days. I soon headed north and got away from the city, away from the traffic, and it wasn't long before I was making my way through the windy, curvy East Texas roads, and fewer and fewer cars were on the road along with me. Um, If you come from a large city, especially the fourth largest city in the nation, Houston, you know that traffic is always around you. You always hear the hum and the buzz and the horns and the everything that goes along with just mass amounts of people and vehicles on the roads alongside of you. It is so needed to just get away even for a weekend and leave all of that behind you. And that's exactly what I did. So once I got onto the camp property, the other benefit, it's good and bad, but I guess it was good for the time being, is I had no cell service. I had no internet service. It was so peaceful and so quiet. I had a great tour of the camp property and went to my classroom and got everything set up. And then I was shown my special quarters for the weekend. The camp staff put me up in their special guest um, housing, which was, it was just spectacular. So I was able to really enjoy it to myself and have that quiet and have that serenity. And it was just, it was just a nice break. It was nice reset, especially, you know, like I was saying, it was Palm Sunday and it was just so quiet. Um, I, I actually brought stuff with me to do some of my to-do lists that is continually growing. Um, I got caught up with some of my personal checklist items and computer work, but it was just a nice break. And coincidentally, in this beautiful place that I was put up in, there were four separate rooms that had their own um, locking keypad mechanisms. So you could actually have several people stay in that one building, each with their own separate private quarters. But um, the room that I was put in, and, and again, it's just funny how things work out sometimes. Um, the nameplate on my room was John. But of course, I had to laugh because, you know, three out of the four rooms, I would have been very comfortable because there was Matthew and Luke and John. Of course, we don't have any marks in my life, but I figured three out of four chances to be in a room that is uh, such a near and dear name to my family. And of course, the Gospels, which which was why the rooms were named the way they were. But I really enjoyed being in the room named John. Being able to go on the back porch and listen to the sounds, listen to the wind, listen to the crickets, the birds, the sounds that you don't normally hear when you live in um, a city or live in the suburbs. A lot of times those sounds are muffled out by just the chaos of everyday life. So being able to just go outside and just be, it was so nice and it was such a reset. 
And the other thing that I always make sure that I do every single time I travel, every single time I get away from any city, a lot of my trips take me, you know, all over Texas and all over North America, as a matter of fact. One of the things that I do, and it's a priority, is whenever I get to my destination and get myself settled in, at night, I go outside and I look up. And sometimes we forget about those little things, which really aren't so little, but just taking the time to enjoy the world around you and the creation around you, it's a good wake up that, you know, there's so much more out there. And sometimes those little things, they're not really as important as we make them out to be, you know, that don't sweat the small stuff kind of mentality. But just being able to reconnect with nature and the world around us can do so much good for your soul. This is especially important for those of you who have so many people who may depend upon you, whether it's a spouse or a parent or kids, or just neighbors, family, and friends. Taking care of yourself and resetting your mindset, your mood, your focus on, you know, putting energy into accomplishing a specific task, whether it's a career or a project, or just spending time with your family. I think it's so important to be able to reset yourself every now and again so you can find that appreciation sometimes that we overlook. Um, Instead of looking at an opportunity like, you know, I've got to go do this again, um, take a different viewpoint and explore that opportunity and find the joy in your destination wherever that may be. That's exactly what I was able to do without really even realizing I was doing it. It kind of came to me when I got to my destination and got to camp and, you know, got everything set up. You know, I was so focused on my future class that was about to happen the next morning. You know, I was getting everything just right and just perfect and my computer set up and all the handouts stacked up neatly, you know, for each participant to be able to um, sit down at their seat and all of those little details that I focus on. You know, once I got back to my cabin and back to my room, it was so it was deafening quiet. It was so quiet. Um, again, those of you who know me or see my life on Facebook, Instagram, hear my stories, um, my life is chaos. And a friend once told me that. Um, but they also followed up with chaos isn't always a bad thing. And that has sunk and stuck to me. So true. Um, my life is chaos. I thrive in chaos. Um, I am super busy. I stack my calendar crazily. Um, Four kids, a husband, five dogs. Um, We're into everything. We volunteer, it seems, for everything. Um, My life is crazy, but I get, I'm very productive in my crazy life. So when you go from crazy, chaotic, noise, decibels, dogs, kids, needs, demands, schedules, practices, whatever it is, and you drive three hours and you get to a place where it's quiet, it's it's deafening to somebody in my head. Um, so I took that moment and I said, you know, there's a reason why I'm here. You know, I, I don't believe in just chance happenings. You know, I was put here at this 
certain time because my schedule is about to get even crazier. My April and May and even June, um, I've got a lot of travel, a lot of work, a lot of conferences, um, a lot of stuff going on. And I think I needed that, um, that time to just just be. So it hit me when I was sitting there alone in the quiet um, that this is where I'm supposed to be right now. I was put here um, for a reason to kind of reset and be able to be productive, continually productive, but I had to slow down and take a little bit of a pause and kind of reset my my energy, my thinking and I was able to do that. So Sunday was just awesome being able to, you know, do just that. Um, then comes Monday, my first day of my training. And the staff that came to my class were just, you know, the best natured, the most wonderful people. And being that they all worked at a Christian camp, it was nice to be surrounded by people that were so nice. Um, Not that I'm surrounding myself by people who aren't nice, but it was just refreshing to have, um, to go to a place where when they served us breakfast, we bowed our heads and we prayed. You know, we thanked God for um, being together and wonderful weather and the birds and the bees and all the wonderful things and nourishing our bodies with this food. It was just nice to go to a place and have that um, prayer and gratefulness um, brought back, you know, classroom and then same thing for lunch. You know, we were served a pretty, pretty amazing lunch. Same thing, you know, just thanking for the food and and having our meal. Um, It was wonderful. And then going out the afternoon and being able to shoot and being able to empower these wonderful staff who you could tell had so much joy and passion in teaching others. You know, we were so like-minded in so many ways. Um, you know, I got just as excited when they would catch on to something that we were talking about, or, you know, they were breaking clays, or they were finding those aha moments, um, and being able to connect that with, oh, yeah, I can, I can incorporate this, you know, in the way I teach that, and watching their excitement, you know, as they were about to open up their floodgates, and have hundreds and hundreds of kids and teenagers coming through soon through their summer camp program, just watching the sheer excitement of them being empowered with more education and knowledge. It was so fun to see all of that come together. Um, It was just a great training, a great weekend. So I, I was just grateful to be able to not only for my own selfish reasons to get to a location where I could just you know, be relaxed. And it was so peaceful and beautiful property and, you know, quiet and all of those reasons. But then on top of that, to be surrounded by such amazing staff and campers who truly had a love and a passion for teaching others and training others. And of course, when you throw on top of they love their Second Amendment, and they love being able to learn about shotguns, of course, 
my favorite. Um, being able to share that excitement about teaching and and learning and the questions they had, and it was just it was an all around great couple of days spent in Deep East Texas with some pretty amazing people. So I'll give a, a shout out to Frontier Camp. Um, look them up. They're a great place, great staff um, who is truly passionate about teaching others um, all about Christian values and and the love of everything around them and the, the work of God's hands. So it was a really, really great weekend. So I just wanted to share that. Um, and I thought it was perfect timing and very well fitted that all of this happened during the most holy of weeks. And I was able to completely submerge myself in a place like this and to really reset my focus and energy and gratefulness um, of everything that I've been blessed with and gifted through my teachings and being able to pass that on to others. So spend some time, get to know your inner self, and don't forget to look up sometimes when you remove yourself from the crazy surroundings of your everyday life, go outside at nighttime, find those stars, and just look up and realize that there is no better place than the outdoors whether you're roaming the woods or the waters, you are creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org or follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a blessed Good Friday and a happy Easter, and we'll catch up with you on next week's podcast. Have a great day.